Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my pained girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is... The 22nd. Oh, yeah, she's right. It's, it's August 22nd. I'm on top of it 1997. today. It is. Your mouth's hurting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, if I sound a little weird, that's why I got a sore mouth. Yeah. It's very sad. What happened? I was very enthusiastically eating a oh, piece of what? pizza. <laughs> I thought that was going to go someplace else. I think you'd know if it was going someplace else there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been enjoying food just so much and then all of a sudden pain, <laughs> blinding I just, pain? I can just imagine you just like just <laughs> happily munching. Mm, it's so good. <laughs> Crunch. Oh. Right through your lip. It's awful. Mm. I think we can all relate to that. I mean, everybody has bit their mouth at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. of course. But speaking of biting your own mouth, I think Colin is... Uh, Biting the hand that feeds him. I don't, I don't, Is he? I don't know. <laughs> Does Kelly feed him? I, he's a starving artist, right? right? I guess he's got a job. Yeah. Professor uh, pays a little bit better than I thought. He can uh, afford a whole gram. <laughs> wow. This guy's banging seven gram rocks. I didn't remember that he had a problem before. I don't. I think this is new to us. Oh, okay. I think it's just like. She's referencing a private conversation they had off camera. Um, but she said the summer. Like, was that before? The, like, did they come in the f- winter or in the fall? I mean, or <laughs> I'm just like I have come quite often, but um, <laughs> no, yeah, they, it was the end of the summer. Okay, so it was before they moved. Yes, that, when that they were still in though. New York. Okay, when they were still in New York. Yeah, because she said to Colin. That uh, he had told her, he promised her he was done with the cocaine. Yeah. When they were in New York, she was like, how come you're always hanging around Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, the South he, Bronx. this weirdo thinks that the holidays require cocaine. Yeah. I don't get that. What's what's Christmas without a little snow, he says? Yeah. Like, what? I mean, what? Like... You're an addict, sure. Why are you associating it with the holiday? That's weird. He goes, so he, first of all, he's finishing up painting Valerie's terrible portrait. He's not yeah. a good artist. And Yeah, it was pretty bad. Then the door knocks, and he opens it up, and fucking, uh, like, a, an extra from a Quentin Tarantino movie shows up. <laughs> this guy... Couldn't have looked less like he fit into the aesthetic of this show. Right. And then he was like, hey, here you go, you know, whatever. I, like, I thought he was going to... He he reached through the door, and it reminded me of when the animated dude reaches through the comic in that <laughs> aha video. Take on me. Wow. <laughs> like, it just it really felt like he was he was reaching in from another world. That is so fucked up. And then he gives him the gram of cocaine. In a little vial. Yeah. Well, that's that's standard Hollywood stuff. Yeah. That's what comes in that little brown vial. 
you know, where, uh, you know, like uh, the kind of vial you would keep Iocane powder. <laughs> okay. And Valerie's like, what the fuck? And he says, well, you know, I don't drink, and you guys all drink. So I just thought, you know, I'd do this for the holidays instead. I've heard that uh, said before about marijuana. Sure. But I don't think cocaine's on the same level. No. Like, and honestly, from what I've seen, I don't think that he was portraying somebody on cocaine very well either. No. They, I will, I, I'll give it to the, the show in this aspect. They, they didn't want to, they didn't go overboard with it. No. They play, they want, they've said, let's play it very understated, which is good restraint from the show. Sure. But they played it so understated that there is no difference in his character. Well, I mean, yeah, other than like they like somebody commented he was a little more social cuz he was talking a lot like And is cocaine really a social lubricant drug? I wouldn't think so. I, I mean, I don't have a lot of experience cocaine-wise. I don't have a lot of experience either. But <laughs> I have more of experience uh with the, you know, the opiate side of things, uh-huh. which is not a social drug either, really. Right. It's a, you take it, and then you're in your own little world, and, and you know, you're laying back kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. It just makes people really hyper and happy. Right. And so he was a little and hyper and a little like happy. Superman. What? I said, and able to fuck like Superman, apparently. Where'd you get that from? I got that from the Basketball Diaries. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what she says. She gives it to Leonardo DiCaprio and says, this will make you fuck like Superman. Which I think is funny because mostly it causes erectile dysfunction. Yeah, it makes guys really horny, but then they can't actually have sex. It's so weird. Yeah. It is weird. But Anyway, I mean, I'm sure that doesn't happen to all the guys that do it or whatever. I don't no. know. But um, yeah, so he just... Some guys he- have splints. They can just, you know, prop it up. But yeah, he didn't seem... I mean, like, he was normal. He didn't do anything super weird. He was just a little more talkative. Yeah. That seems like extra cups of coffee. Yeah. Not cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Like the first time I took an Excedrin. (laughs) Right. When I was all, like, chattery and everything. I was like, oh my god, it feels so good. I don't know why. I guess um, that's why Kelly so readily forgave him and said, as long as you're telling me the truth and you're really done this time. Right. Which I think is stupid. Yeah, bad decision on her part. And obviously he's going to start having a cocaine problem. Well, yeah. They're doing nothing else interesting with his character. So I don't like him. I want him to go away. Me too. <laughs> they, they so often add characters to the show. And I'm just like, get the fuck out. Right. They hit gold twice with Valerie and... Uh, what's her name? The one that looks like Keats? you. No, no oh, Claire. Claire, yeah. They hit gold twice with those two, and they keep trying to to pan, but it's <laughs> like, they were both really good looking, so yeah, that's why it worked. Yeah, he's not very good looking. No. Or no. interesting. And he's a guy, so. <laughs> well, I mean, the girls do need somebody to be with. Yeah, I guess. Just they like they're, they're dolls. Fuck. You remember? They're, they're oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Donna, Donna and Brenda with uh, 
Dylan and Brandon did not work. No. Yeah. They needed another one. And Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, but no more Brenda. No. They'll mention her, just like uh, they mentioned her offhandedly once in this episode, but she's never, like, coming home for Christmas is such a normal thing. Yeah. And they don't even make an excuse of, like, oh, she's, she's having Christmas with her successful husband. She's married now. Just like, nope. She's just static, stuck in time. Yeah. Nothing's happening with her. Her life isn't progressing in any way. Is she in movies? No, we don't fucking care. They must really, really hate Shannon Doherty. I guess so. There'd be so many times they could bring her back. Poor Shannon Doherty. One little guest appearance like they did this time with Carol Potter. Yeah, yeah. Cindy. Cindy's back. Yeah, for one episode. And and her and Nat, I think, (laughs) had some heavy petting in the pew. I do not think so, unfortunately. Like, okay, so she shows up unexpectedly. Like, first of all, who flies Ooh. half? <laughs> Sorry, was that was that a, an owl on cocaine? <laughs> is, is I your guess so. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I want to say it again, and now I can't. <laughs> Who uh-huh. <laughs> flies halfway across the world and doesn't An tell? An owl on cocaine <laughs> fly halfway across, right? The but doesn't tell the people that they're coming. Yeah, that's weird. So she just shows up on Brandon's doorstep. What if he decided that he was gonna go like on a fucking I don't know camping trip in the woods or something for right. Christmas? She doesn't what if, know. What if he decided to have an orgy at the house? <laughs> well, I mean, he may as well have been. Cause... Yeah. She walks in on him with another woman yeah. again and doesn't leave immediately again. She's awful. At least she knocked this time. Yeah. Like, he opened the door and Keats was in a blanket. But she had just been saying something about getting caught when she was, like, in eighth grade or whatever. Yeah. Was she having sex in eighth grade? I don't. I think the implication was that she was making out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then his mom shows up and he's just like, mom, what are you doing here? Like, he hasn't seen her in how long she's come from Half another country. And he's just, what are you doing here? Like, fuck you. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Just like, I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm sorry I caught you fucking another whore. <laughs> And then there's this whole teaser, like, storyline thing that, you know, maybe she's breaking up with Jim. Yeah, because it's so on brand for Cindy that they're in a new place, Hong Kong, and she's like, I'm just so bored there, Mm -hmm. and I can't acclimate to life there, and your dad's moving on without me, and... Uh, I met an old boyfriend that uh, she was a photographer. <laughs> she totally could do. She's like, you can only tour the garden so many times. Like, right. get a hobby, do something, make a friend. Like, yeah. she she has a problem. Like, she I think really that she needs to uh, figure out what makes her happy inside, and you know, do that thing. It's the photographer, yeah. <laughs> right? It's her happy inside. I was hoping it would be Nat. Yeah, he, I, he was so so happy when Nat was coming. He's like, oh. 
Nat was too. I gotta take that word out of my vocabulary. Um, <laughs> no, so like, uh, what's his name? Brandon says to Nat, he's talking, he's lamenting about how he's worried about his his mom and everything. And he says, can you talk to her, Nat? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I said, I was like, oh, uh, I wonder if Nat's going to fuck Cindy. And I I didn't know that I wanted that so badly until I said <laughs> it out loud. I think that would be kind of awesome, though. Like, if she moved back and, like, got together with Nat, and then she could just be a side character like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so she, he comes over for their little, like, uh, Christmas Eve party or whatever. Tree trimming or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. And at one point he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go to uh, Midnight Mass. I go every year. And she's like, oh, can I go with you? Yeah, she got so excited about and that. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen. Well, and she was like, it's so nice to talk to an adult and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like, that's her problem, though. She doesn't have enough adults in her life to exactly. talk to. Well, and all the friends that she made in Beverly Hills were parents of her children's friends. Yeah. Like... She's yeah. not good at making relationships. No. But, in, I mean, then find something to do, if not a friend. Like, Cindy, I just wish I could talk to her. Yeah. Whatever. She has your name, too. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's this whole, like, it, it seemed like it was set up that way. Like, we're supposed to think something might happen. They like, go she's going to break up with Jim and come back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Like, she says, like, uh, he, she told him he, she's not happy and she's bored and lonely and stuff, and that she wanted to go home for Christmas. And he had booked a cruise with his boss. Yeah. Like, that's weird. Sounds not fun. And she Is was... Is he trying to get uh, Cindy into, like, a three-way situation with him and his boss? Maybe. Is that what's going on? Is that what she... That's the, that's the subtext. That's what she didn't want to partake in. That doesn't seem impossible. Come on this hedonistic cruise with me and my boss. Right. But um, she's just like, I don't want to do that. And he said, well, I'm going on the cruise with or without you. My needs are getting met with or without you, Cindy. So she was just like, fine. And she went home and he went on the cruise. That yeah. doesn't seem healthy. No. I mean, it's for Christmas. Like, Yeah, why would you say with it? Like, like, we're not married yet, obviously. We're just living together. In sin. Sometimes <laughs> I remember that and sometimes I don't. But... Uh, um, I would never say to you, oh, I'm doing this for Christmas with or without you. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. And then he sends her a present and it's like, hurry home, my angel. Yeah. And it's a, it's an, a little gold angel. And it showed up, of course, right when she was saying she didn't know if he cared about her. Yeah. So then she's just like, oh, he does care. I've got to make my uh, plane reservation. Oh, like, jewelry. What the fuck? Everything's fixed. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the title of this episode, actually. Ridiculous? No, it should be. But it's uh, Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, it's one of my favorite It's It's a good one. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So I don't know. I kind of think they are going to end up getting divorced. What do you think? Maybe. I don't know. I'd like I don't understand why introduce this subplot, why she couldn't have just visited and like maybe the actor like the dad, you know, Jim wasn't available or didn't want to do it or they didn't want to pay the extra paycheck. But they could have come up with a different reason. Yeah. He swamped under at work or I don't know, uh 
Japanese geishas are servicing him. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Something that didn't make him seem like such a dick. It's so funny because at the end, when she's leaving, she, uh, Brandon's going to take her to the plane and everything. And everyone's gathered around. It's Christmas. Everyone's gathered around and stuff. And she looks around at everyone. She's like, I love you all. And then they, they pan over to Joe, uh, the guy that's dating uh, Donna. Donna. And the look on his face is like, I don't even know you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> well and then when she, they're leaving like brandon's walking out to the car and she's just like i just want to stand here and think about all the happy memories and it's like you were miserable there too yeah she's never happy she was miserable for quite a while yeah yeah i mean yeah i guess eventually she got happy but still once she uh started hanging out with her 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 children's friends parents right <laughs> so i don't know so that's cindy that's Cindy and Colin. Colin's doing cocaine. Uh, Kelly finds out about it and says, okay, I guess I'll forgive you. So the, another big storyline mm-hmm. is Steve and his dad. Yeah. Every Christmas, there's always a pretty heavy Steve storyline. Yeah, Steve kind of is interesting. the Christmas character. And he was still kind of acting as Santa Claus this year. He didn't have the suit on, but he was delivering gifts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was. His boss gave him gifts to hand out for him, like treating him like his little errand boy. Yeah, it's well, he he's an intern, so I mean, it makes a little bit of sense, yeah. but it is weird. And so him and Claire are just running around delivering packages to people. He has two packages to deliver. And the one um, is to a woman, and she opens it in front of them, and it's an easy-bake oven. Yeah, it's an adult woman. In a neg- who answers the door in a negligee, <laughs> and she's painted up like the town whore. Right. And she's like, oh, tell him I, I'll cook for him anytime. How cute, you know, or whatever. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, that's the wrong gift. Right. And for this, for this clearly adult woman. Yeah, but, like, in that situation, what do you do about that? Like, it's not his place to do anything. No. There were addresses written on the packages and he took them to the addresses right. listed. So he gets to a little girl's house and gives her the other package and leaves. Well, it's a adult person owns the house, but it's a, it's a gift for the little girl. Yes. So And then he leaves, and it later turns out that what he gave the little girl was a leather bustier. Yeah, his dad shows up to yell at him at Brandon's house on Christmas Eve yeah. to tell him that he is fired. And that he's ashamed to call him his son yeah, he's, because he just fucks everything up. He's like, you're such a fuck up. And he's like, I delivered the packages to the addresses written on them. So someone else screwed up. He's like, oh, it's always somebody else's. Yeah, he even brought up the fire. He's like, even with the fire, somebody else. It's, it's like, like, how is this situation his fault? It's not. You can think of him as a screw up, but that doesn't change the fact that this situation in particular is not his fault. Yeah. So, Steve says, you know what? You're not my dad. I'm not your son. So, yeah. you don't need to feel embarrassed. And don't, I don't either. Yeah, don't be ashamed. Because we're not fucking related. You yeah. fucking piece of shit. So, then later, of course, he's lamenting and feeling bad. Mm-hmm. I think that he was... I, I, I was happy that he stood up to his dad. His dad's been a dick to him forever. Yeah. His dad's an asshole. But he's all like, oh, you know, I took it too far. I disowned him and blah, blah, blah. And Claire's, Claire's like, why don't you uh, apologize then? Yeah. And um, he's going to. Yeah. He doesn't want to, but he's going to. But when his dad shows up for him to apologize, his dad apologizes to him. 
and shows him his real you're birth wrong. certificate. You're wrong about one thing, Sonny Boy. I am your real Luke. Oh my god. I am your father. Exactly. Yeah. It's the Darth Vader moment. Right? And Steve's like, that's not true. No. That's impossible. <laughs> oh my god. So he he was adopted from his mother mm-hmm. by his other mother. Yeah. But his dad was his real dad the whole time. Yep. His dad was in New Mexico filming a movie, fucked this waitress, got yep. her pregnant, and then, as he puts it, bought his own child. He's like, you could do that back then. <laughs> <laughs> what a fabulous era. Wasn't she like a teenager, too? Like, Yeah, I think so. It's awful. So, yeah, he just fucked a teenager, got her pregnant, and bought the baby. I mean, that's Hollywood, you know? Because him and his wife couldn't have a baby. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell her that it was his child. And he's never told her. Yeah, so she still thinks that Steve's just fully adopted, doesn't know who his dad is. Samantha Sanders. How messed up. I, I, I just can't even, like... And she's on the show. Yeah. Like, she's a character on the show. We know her. I mean, she hasn't been around in a while, but yeah. She was the star of Hartley House. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's fucked up. And Steve was very upset and, like, pissed off at his dad and everything. And, and then Ian just... Ziering tried his best to cry. Yeah. <laughs> he looked really uh, miserable. And then off screen, somehow, he just got over it and yeah. got happy about it. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. He, he went from, like, devastated to frickin' joyous. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I'll tell you what, Donna. It's not only you're in Jesus' birthday. I know Jesus steals your thunder a little bit on your birthday. Well, I'm going to, too. It's kind of like my <laughs> birthday, too, because I found out who my dad is. And they were all excited, and then he told them it was his rush, and nobody seemed scandalized. No. Well, I mean, they cast the the roles in such a way that it's like, obviously, that's his dad. They have the same hair and a very similar face. So you think they were planning that the whole time? I don't know. I don't know if they were planning that the whole time. I don't know if they cast his dad and then they were like, hey, let's have him be adopted. <laughs> and then, and then, then they came up with this plan later or what? I don't know. Mm. But, but it, yeah. they cast it to where they look a lot alike. It makes sense, though. There have been so many times when Rush has been so angry with him and so disgusted by him. And I've been like, why are you? And I've thought that. Why are you bothering? Because, like, you're not really his dad. I have thought that shit. <laughs> now, I know that's not. Wow nice because like you know he's this adopted dad and he raised him and stuff but it's like if you hate him that much then what the fuck because it's how he acts sometimes yeah well he's an asshole he's i mean he's abusive he's a he's a piece of shit so it makes sense now why he's stuck in you know even though he sometimes wanted to probably tell him to go fuck himself (laughs) but that's steve standard's storyline yeah um, other storyline is Donna and Joe and stupid. And yep, it's Donna's birthday. Is this is this Tori Spelling's birthday? Is is her birthday Christmas or around Christmas? Like why why do they make her birthday Christmas? I, I don't know. Was that something like in Tori Spelling's contract where it's like, hey, every Christmas episode I want us to celebrate me too. <laughs> so I want it to be like a focused on me episode. So I don't know. It happens. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I have a niece that was born on Christmas Eve. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Megan. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was born on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Cool. She came home in a little Santa suit. It was very cute. Oh, good for her. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so Joe got her a gift. She says he's been working the courage to, or something, I don't know. It's oh, mostly gray and interactive, and I immediately thought it was his penis. <laughs> Why would you think his penis is gray? It just looks like he has a gray, like he has a gray dick. I knew immediately it was a pet, and I thought it was a dog. But it wasn't a dog. No, it wasn't It wasn't Pound Cake, <laughs> the, the dog from the shelter. Which would make more sense, though, I think, because we know she likes dogs. Like, Does he even know she'd like a, a parrot? Because that's what he got her, an African gray parrot. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you just decide for someone. Because parrots live for like a hundred years. Yeah, exactly. That parrot. That parrot's going to be burying her. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's a, speaking at the funeral. It's a huge commitment. Their cages, you know, need cleaning and like that's. Yeah. And the parrot's a thousand dollars. Like I looked into getting one because a friend of mine had one. Uh huh. And they're cool birds. I guess. But um, I I wouldn't. I don't think I'd really want it. No, I don't want Sitacacus. If anybody, if anybody uh, wants, there's out there, one well, of our fans want to get me something for Christmas, you know, coming up. Gray penis. <laughs> Do not send me gray penises <laughs> or pictures of gray penises. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't want a bird. Right. Well, they're kind of like having a recorder going in your house all the time that can just repeat things back at the most inopportune time whenever they want. Because they, they don't, it's not just things that you teach them that you say, hey, you know, repeat this. Like he was working really hard to get this bird to say, Joe loves Donna. Mm-hmm. And then he got frustrated and he said, damn bird. And so then later the bird saying, damn bird, damn bird. So that's what they do. They'll pick and choose. And they're not stupid. They're very smart. Yeah. They know what the fuck they're doing. So, like, they're, my friend's parrot would make it sound like the phone was ringing. Like, <laughs> you can do that. That's kind of funny. Yeah. And then you, they'd sound like the person going hello. <laughs> they could do all that. And one time, like, they repeated things from the bedroom in front of their wow. company. Yeah, their their family was over. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Who owned this bird? I don't want to embarrass them by saying their name. Uh, well, you tell me off the air. But um, yeah. So I mean, I thought How it was when you went over there. They were like, uh, uh, the prepare was like, oh, Brad Pitt. What? Oh, Brad Pitt. What? The, what? I was repeating what you were saying. Okay. You're masturbating at your friend's house. Oh my god! No, ew. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say I slept with Brad Pitt, which is why I was very confused. <laughs> Why does he look so happy <laughs> at that scenario? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's another reason why I don't want one. Donna didn't look that excited either. No. I mean, that's just a weird gift. Yeah, I don't understand why you think that's okay. Yeah, like, hey, and so you're just going to have this pet that you have to take care of for the rest of your life. Here's a cage full of shit. Merry right. Christmas. He's like, I've been working for three weeks to get it to say Joe loves Donna. Like, get her a teddy bear with a little tape recorder inside. <laughs> like, that works just as well. That's what I was going to say. You were talking about recording going off all the time. Uh, would it surprise you to learn, Carol, that before we dated, I dated another person. Uh, who we, no. Who we won't name. Also named Carol. And... Uh, we used to get into like little squabbles every once in a while about sure. like 
you said, I'd say like, oh, you said this or I said this or whatever. And they're like, no, you said this. And we argued like that. So one time I decided to record our conversation for the day. I had a little mini tape recorder and I pressed record, put it in my pocket. And at one point we were driving in the car and sure enough, like I said something, or the, per, this person, Carol, said something. And I was like, oh, you said that? And she was like, no, I didn't. I said this. And I was like, aha! And then I pulled out the tape recorder and played it back. Wow. And was proven correct. That's insane and brilliant. And do you know how many times I have wished that I had you on a recording because of the same thing? Yeah. I want to do that. You should. I'm going to walk around with a tape recorder all the time. You should. Because in those in those instances where... Where it's like I said this, and someone's like, "No, you said this." I'm always right. So no, but you only think it. You don't know. No, I'm I'm literally always right, though. You don't know that. You the, just think it. The tape recorder proved me correct. That one time doesn't mean that it's always true. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm one for one. I'm a hundred percent. So. Um. How many other people can say that? <laughs> Shut up! I love you. <laughs> Um, I don't know if there was any other storylines. Really. I mean, Valerie flitted around and said to uh, Colin, yeah. like, you know, sort of outed Colin to, uh, what's her name? Kelly. Kelly. And they snarked back and forth at each other. Uh, Brandon, he, he was just, just dealing with his mom. Yeah. He was just dealing with the fact that his parents might get divorced. Dylan, <laughs> still gone. <laughs> right. I miss Dylan. Brenda, presumably Doing a play in England, I guess. I don't know. Or dead. Yeah, whatever. Going to be in a new TV show. So, and then, you know, Nat came over and went to church. And yeah, that's it. I think that's it. That is the episode. That was the Christmas Everything episode. That happened in this episode. Angels we have heard on high. How come the episode was like a full length episode, but it was so little and contained within it? Because they just talked about a lot of stuff. All, like, you know. Yeah, I guess. We were able to summarize everything pretty succinctly. Uh, they stretched it all out like taffy. <laughs> Hopefully next episode will be a little more entertaining and, you know, not full of just fake shit. I'm just, I'm a little irritated. Oh, reality. <laughs> I just don't like that Cindy came back and, like, resolved everything is leaving again and, like, whatever. Yeah. Well, Carol probably gets a check, you know. Yeah, good for her. Well, that is the episode. Uh, Carol, why don't you tell the people all the stuff that they want to know? You can write us at latefee1994aol.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.